grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. As we begin this devotional time, take just a few moments to enter into the holiness of God. Perhaps you're in a place where you can sit calmly, or maybe you can light candles, or perhaps you find yourself on the go. Wherever you find yourself this day, take just a moment to step away from the busyness and distraction of the day. Take just a moment to listen to the sound of your own breathing. Breathe in and hold the gift of God's Spirit there. Then breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Each time you breathe in, notice how God blesses you with each breath. And each time you breathe out, notice how that blessing of God is also for the whole world. Breathe in and breathe out. As we begin this time of Advent devotion, No matter what's going on in the world today or in your own life, know that this day, now, in this moment, you join with Anna, Simeon, Zechariah, and all God's people in being a recipient of God's tender mercies, dawning from on high, giving light to you when you sit in darkness, and guiding your feet into the way of peace. Today, December 1st, we are reading together the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Our focus reading for today is Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. I'll bet you're decorating for Christmas. Or maybe you've done so already. Trees are being trimmed, wreaths hung, and goodies of all sorts are being confected. This festive adornment is being done in homes and congregations alike. While we're tempted to see this time as a celebration of giving the perfect gift, setting that exquisite table, or having the most Instagrammable family photo, the real focus of our festive labor is preparing to celebrate Jesus and his coming to be with us as a baby in the manger of Bethlehem and as one who comes back to live in eternity with us and as one who is with us still now. Mary's song, the Magnificat, celebrates this great gift that God comes to be with us in Jesus. Where do we find this gift of Jesus? 
Do we find him in our Christmas tree or sprinkled throughout our decorative tablescapes? Is he found in boxes adorned with bows? Or perhaps he is in that tin of holiday fudge. Is that where we find him? Maybe. But it's just a maybe. Where can we know that we've found him? According to Mary, his mother, Jesus is found filling the hungry with good things. Jesus is found lifting up the lowly. Jesus is found gathering the humble. In Luther's wonderful devotion on Mary's song, he points out that claiming your status as humble is actually boastful and thus disqualifying of being truly humble. For Luther, even our efforts of self-abasement are vain attempts to procure salvation by works. Luther places the emphasis of this song on Mary's own word, favor. Simply put, another way to say grace. Jesus' grace-filled presence with us is a pure gift, unasked for, unearned, and found in unexpected places. When we hunger, Jesus is there. When we are made low, Jesus is there. When we are humbled, Jesus is there. According to Mary's song, Jesus is found in powerful ways in the places we least expect. While we place our emphasis on festive holiday celebrations with delectable treats and piles of gifts, Jesus is gathering the poor and hungry who wait and watch on the highways and byways of life. Those places we make sure to drive a little faster through, lock our doors a little, little tighter around, and keep our gazes averted to other things. Mary's song is beautiful, filled with the promise of grace. But it is also a challenge for us. While we may consider ourselves among the lowly and humble, in the grand scheme of the whole world considered correctly, we are among the rich. Mary's words about the rich being sent away empty-handed begin to sting. We who are richer than we realize, and more powerful than we often acknowledge, are blessed by Mary and her song to see the world this holiday season with new eyes, through the lens of Jesus' gracious presence in this world. We are gifted by this song to consider the ways in which we see and think about this world and our place in it. Mary's song wraps up our love of God and our love of neighbor in such a way that the two simply cannot be separated. So as you make your Advent preparations to celebrate Jesus' presence, by all means observe the hallowed traditions and treasured practices that mark the season for you. But also this year, open yourself to see the presence of Jesus in new ways and in unexpected places, among the poor and hungry and with the lowly and humble. For it was to those communities that Jesus came as a baby in a manger 2,000 years ago. It is in those communities that Jesus identifies himself with this day. And it is in that way that Jesus will return as he scatters the arrogant, brings low the proud, and brings down the powerful to fill the hungry with good things and to lift up the lowly. Would you pray with me? Lord, it was not enough for you to care for the poor, 
you chose to become one of them by descending as you did. Keep us free from fear and selfish preoccupations, that we may walk as you walked among the poor, sick and dying, in body and spirit. Amen.